नमस्कार डिवोटीज एंड फ्रेंड्स वेलकम बैक टू द पॉडकास्ट ऑन श्री रामकृष्ण पैराबल्स दिस प्रोग्राम एज यू नो इज बीइंग ऑर्गेनाइज्ड बाय विवेकानंद कल्चरल सेंटर ऑफ रामकृष्ण मठ चेन्नई एंड आई एम तीर्थंकर मित्र एंड आई हैव हियर विद मी डॉक्टर रुचिरा मित्र नमस्कार डियर फ्रेंड्स टुडे वी आर हियर टू प्रेजेंट यू द 8th एपिसोड ऑफ श्री रामकृष्ण पैराबल्स सो Did you decide on the topic we have to discuss today? Yes. During our last discussion, you were telling stories about faith leading to yearning for God. Today we'll continue our discussion on yearning or vacuolata. Without faith in God's existence, how else can you prove by reasoning that God exists? But if you depend on faith, then it is easier to understand that god truly is there and we also find how kind god is to us he has granted us three very great things human birth the yearning to know god and the company of a great soul oh yes shankaracharya said with great good fortune we get manushyatvam mumukshyatvam and mahapurusha sanshraya swami vivekananda used to quote these words again and again to remind everyone how kind is god to us but he spoke up as spoke about mumukshatam he didn't say vakulata this mumukshatam is nothing but vakulata to realize god intense yearning to realize god itself is also called intense desire to get liberation mukti Desire to get mukti from this worldly existence is called mumukshatvam. Liberation and God realization are one and the same thing. Okay. Apart from faith, is there any other method by which we can get this yearning for God? Does this Mahapurusha Sanshraya, holy company, help us in getting the yearning for God? Oh yes, certainly. Sri Ramakrishna said. Holy company begets yearning for God. Holy company begets love for God. Nothing whatsoever is achieved in spiritual life without yearning. By constantly living in the company of holy men, the soul becomes restless for God. This yearning is like the state of mind of a man who has someone ill in the family. His mind is in a state of perpetual restlessness thinking how the sick person may be cured. I believe Sri Ramakrishna told Swati star story in this manner. Will you narrate the story? This is a very apt story. In a certain family a man lay seriously ill. He was at the point of death. Someone said Here is a remedy. First it must rain when the star swati is in the ascendant. Then some of that rain water must collect in a human skull. Then a frog must come there and a snake must chase it. And as the frog is about to be bitten by the snake, it must jump away and the poison of the snake must drop into the skull. you must prepare a medicine from this poison and give it to the patient then he will live did you get the point first 
Swati Nanakshatra should be there. At that time, rain should come, and that rainwater should be collected in a human skull. Then a frog has to come, and a snake chasing the frog. It also has to come. Then the snake's poison will fall in the skull, and from that medicine has to be prepared. Then he will leave. What a difficult remedy! Unless tremendous yearning to get the relative cured is there, none will even try. Head of the family consulted the almanac about the star and set out at the right moment. With great longing of heart, he began to search for the different ingredients. He prayed to God, "O oh Lord, I shall succeed only if you bring together all the ingredients." So, what happened? Could he find any of these? As he was roaming about, he actually saw a skull lying on the ground. Presently there came a shower of rain. Then the man exclaimed, "Oh gracious lord, I have got the rainwater under Swati and the skull too. What is more, some of the rain has fallen into the skull. Now be kind enough to bring together the other ingredients, god." He was reflecting with a yearning heart when he saw a poisonous snake approaching. His joy knew no bounds. He became so excited that he could feel the thumping of his own heart. Oh God, he prayed, now the snake too has come. I have procured most of the ingredients. Please be gracious and give me the remaining ones. No sooner did he pray thus than a frog hopped up. The snake pursued it. As they came near the skull, and the snake was about to bite the frog, the frog jumped over the skull, and the snake's poison fell into it. The man began to dance, clapping his hands for joy. So we see that we can get everything through yearning. So also, with intense yearning, a man can realize God. I think. The chanting of God's name is enough. Kalau nama sankirtan. The scriptures emphasize the sanctity of God's name for the Kali Yuga. Yes, there is no doubt about the sanctity of God's name. But Sri Ram Krishna didn't approve of somehow chanting God's name. He said, "Can a mere name achieve anything without the yearning love of the devotee behind it?" one should feel great restlessness or so, for the of the soul for the vision of god suppose a man repeats the name of god mechanically while his mind is absorbed in woman and gold can he achieve anything the longing of the worldly minded for god is momentary like a drop of water on a red hot frying pan the water heats and dries up in an instant The attention of the worldly minded is directed to the enjoyment of worldly pleasure. Therefore, they do not feel yearning and restlessness for God. Exactly so. Sri Ramakrishna told, God cannot be seen without yearning of her, and this yearning is impossible unless we have finished the experiences of life. Those who live surrounded by woman and gold. and have not yet come to the end of their experiences do not yearn for god 
Sri Ramakrishna gave the example of his nephew. He said, When I lived at Kamalpukur, Vidya's son, a child of four or five years old, used to spend the whole day with me. He played with his toys and almost forgot everything else. But no sooner did evening come than he would say, I want to go to my mother. I would try to cajole him with various ways and would say, Here, I'll give you a pigeon. But he wouldn't be consoled with such things. He would weep and cry, I want to go to my mother. He didn't enjoy playing anymore. I myself wept to see his state. Like this, we should cry for God that way, like a child. That is what it means to be restless for God. One doesn't enjoy play or food any longer. After one's experiences of the world are over, he feels this restlessness and weeps for God. Any other way is there? Deep devotion also leads to yearning. Time and again Sri Ramakrishna told us that God reveals himself to his devotees if they call on him with whole-souled devotion. For centuries and centuries, the lovers of God in India have been worshipping the Divine by recreating in themselves the yearning of the gopis for Krishna. Sri Ramakrishna said, To love an incarnation of God, that is enough. Ah, what ecstatic love the gopis had for Krishna! If we fail to get yearning for God, we may feel deserted. We may stop doing spiritual practices. Then, a devotee who sincerely wants God does not give up his meditation even though he is invaded by, suppose, atheistic ideas. Remember, Sri Ramakrishna gave the example of a traditional farmer family. A man whose father and grandfather have been farmers continues his farming even though he doesn't get any crop in a year of drought. Similarly, even if practice does not give result, Habitually, the devotee keeps on his practices and yearns more for God. The people of different religions take to different paths to God. They may call him in different ways. How will they realize God? Sri Ramakrishna never encouraged such a narrow outlook that you can have this sort of yearning and not that sort of yearning. Not like that. According to his teachings, through earnestness and yearning, all lovers of God will ultimately see God. It is enough to have yearning for God. It is enough to love Him and feel attracted to Him. Don't you know that God is the inner guide? He sees the longing of our heart and the yearning of our soul. Does the Gospel record the yearning of the disciples of Sri Ramakrishna? Yes, yes. Towards the end of the Gospel, where the Baranagar days are described, we find that Narendra and his brother disciples in the Baranagar monastery were full of yearning for God-realization. A fire of intense renunciation raged in their hearts. How do we light such a fire within us? We can make an effort to light that fire. God dwells within us. Sri Ramakrishna says, 
No, Sri Krishna also says and Sri Ramakrishna used to repeat that. Ishvara Sarva Bhutana Rid Deshe Arjuna Krishthati If we understand that, we will feel like giving up all worldly activities and praying to God with a yearning soul. So, let us be restless, then Govinda will come. When we show signs of restlessness, we set the stage for God's arrival. It isn't easy to have the vision of Govinda. We see in the Krishna Yatra that Narada enters Vrindavan and prays with great yearning, O Govinda, O my soul, O life of my life. And then Krishna comes on the stage with the cowherd boys followed by the gopis. No one can see God without that yearning. That is a wonderful quotation from the Gospel. In this manner, Sri Ramakrishna himself showed how to cry for God. So, with this, we come to the end of today's program. We request you to send your feedback to mail at rkmvcc.org. Jai Ram Krishna. Jai Sri Ramakrishna.